This is an episode of GSPN with your host, Darth Jafar. I have like insane diarrhea. Falcon Chu. Let's get it started. And Siete Uno. Bullshit. Fuck life. Fuck everything. Fuck, fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride with GSPN. And here's today's host. Rejoice. You have been blessed and dealt with the transactions of Brian Thanos Wright. What up, my nerds? This is the Siete Uno coming at you with an insanely crazy recap episode of GSPN. As always, I am the Siete Uno accompanied by my cohorts or children of Thanos, hopefully after, oh, children of Brian Thanos, right, after this episode. But of course, I have my the Sith Lord, Darth Jafar, and my avian co-host, Falcon Chu. And we have a lot to talk about today because, <laughs> you know, I, I, like I'm thinking about it now. Like, I, I remember before we were all excited about the draft. We had our ho- our hopes high. We had all these ideas of where we were going to go. We were going to pick Durin. We were going to probably go for a big, which technically we did. But we were going to go, you know, we were going to trade all of our draft picks, try and move up, you know, do all this stuff. And as per Spurs, that did not happen at all. None of our predictions happened. The Spurs went almost unpredictable. Just like last year, we were 100% sure we were going to get a big, and we ended up with Primo. And this year, we thought we were going to trade all our picks, and we ended up getting three picks, three, three people. And of course, we'll get into this later on, but we are in the midst of a rebuild. So... Yeah, I guess we'll just go, uh, as we were talking precast, might go in chronological order here and go talking about the draft. So as I've already said, I was surprised. I did not think we were going to go into that draft and get three players, but we did. We got Jeremy Sohan was his name. Mm -hmm. And I have a source who was actually close to Sohan, really close to Sohan. And before before he was drafted, I that source told me we're drafting Sohan and I couldn't believe it. And sure enough, it happened. So yeah, so let's go let's get into the draft. What are y'all's thoughts? I, I don't know who wants to go first. I know y'all are both like ready to talk about it. <laughs> sticking sticking primarily to the draft. Likewise, I didn't think we were going to use all three picks. I thought we were at least going to involve a pick uh, or both of them maybe to, you know, consolidate the two later picks or maybe our middle pick and our early pick for like a higher pick and move up. Uh, Either way, I thought we were going to move up either from nine to like maybe five or six. And if that didn't happen, I was for sure, you know, positive that we were going to trade like picks 20 and 25 to get like a pick 13 or 12 or 14, 15, like stay within the lottery range. Of course, it didn't happen. I also was looking forward to drafting a big more more like a center big. So we're looking Mm -hmm. at 
Jalen Duran or Mark Williams or something like that because part of me felt like it, maybe Jakob was, you know, kind of like how the Spurs ended up doing with DeJounte, which we'll get to. I was thinking for a second that the Spurs were going to kind of ride the wave of Jakob's value right now because a, a lot of people around the league were kind of throwing his name around during the trade deadline because, you know, we heard Toronto wanted him back. You know, other teams were interested because they need a center and he's got got an ex- uh, expiring contract. But whatever, as long as we got a big, right? So when we drafted Sohan, was I disappointed? Yes and no. I was disappointed we didn't get the, the big bigs like I was picturing. But like I've been saying, Sohan wasn't high on my list, but he still made my list, you know? So it's not like we got someone who I was you know, I never heard of or someone I thought was garbage. I didn't, it's not like last year when we drafted Primo and we were all literally like, who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> at least we, at least we had heard Sohan's name thrown around in like mock drafts and stuff like that. So I was okay with it. And when we didn't trade picks 20 and 25 and we ended up getting Branham and Wesley, I looked at their highlights, you know, I really, dude, I've been telling you guys in the group text, I really feel good about Branham. Like, mm-hmm. he, I feel like he can be, I don't know if he can be a first option, but I, but I get big, like, second option vibes from him, like Chris Middleton, like someone who can have a, a nice steady jumper from three, can run off some screens, maybe create his own shot and average like 20 a game. So I'm really happy with that. Wesley, we'll see. I don't know what'll happen. We have a lot of guards still again. And Brian Wright in an interview said he he still seems like he's on that small ball vibe. He was like, the league's going small, the way he fucking talks, all stupid. <laughs> so yeah, so when it comes to draft picks... Don't disrespect Brian Donald. When it comes like to that. the draft picks, Jafar is Jafar is content. I'm not thrilled, but I'm content. I I get it. So I'll leave it at that. And I'm looking forward to him getting developed. I think Sohan. I didn't like the comparison at first, but I get it. A lot of people were saying he could be Ben Simmons or what people thought Ben Simmons was supposed to be. And I get that. He looks like he could be a Ben Simmons kind of player who actually has work ethic. And then, like I said, Branham to me just looks like someone who can become a nice, just solid all-star, you know? And I'll leave it at that. Oilo! A solid all-star, huh? Mm-hmm. An R-star. 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 Well, Falcon Chu is not necessarily content with the draft. And I don't really have a lot to say about it other than... As you say, Malachi Branham was probably a steal at 20. Could have gone earlier. Sohan, I feel like we could have picked something, picked someone better there. Different big. A, a big that's not good. Well, I mean, now, now you see the direction that we're headed, as you say, because Sohan is a, a player that they say is going to not be ready anytime soon for the league. You know, take a, a two, three years for him to be ready. So that's obviously the direction that we're going in. And then Wesley. Yeah, I mean he's cool. He's undersized. I'm cool with him. <laughs> yeah, I uh, nothing, nothing we could really do but just sit back and and watch. You know, I am glad. I'm glad that we got we got rid of our our second rounder because. Oh yeah. Because didn't we get we got a draft another draft pick from him right? I think so, and some cash. Yeah. So. Yeah. To, to Memphis. Yeah. So I'm 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 happy that we we. Only got out of there with just three players because now I feel like it's not going to be as crowded as before. Because, I mean, with the lineup shakeup that just happened, I mean, Primo's obviously going to jump up somewhere. The projected starting lineup has been Primo, Devin, KJ, Sohan, which I'm, I'm glad they're at least throwing him on the starting lineup because it's been a while since we've had a first pick actually get playing time. And then I guess Jakob's still at center. 
<laughs> where's, this, where's this projected lineup you hear? It's it's one I've seen on Twitter shared a few times, but a lot of people oh. are saying that Primo is gonna we're gonna use Primo as a Magic Johnson style point guard, a big oversized point guard. And I've Which looked at his hi- I've looked at his highlights. The guy he has handles, so yeah, I get it, I get it. I, I mean, might as Primo- well throw him into the fire. You're you're in charge of the 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 offense. Yeah, I'm twenty I mean, years old. I'm pretty sure we're gonna start off with with Trey with uh, Trey Jones. I think I think we're gonna start off with him just because he's the established point guard. Primo might be the two guard. I don't know who the fuck's coming off the bench. Oh well, well I still don't know who the fuck's gonna. <laughs> I mean, I guess Devin Vassell or or fucking KJ. I don't know, man. It's we it's have gonna no be, bench. I really don't be... want Vassell to not be a starter because I feel like that's bad for his psyche. Yeah, but I don't know. Also, I, I just saw like it was posted like 15 minutes ago. We do not, as Spurs fans, have to worry about Bryn Forbes coming back. He signed a deal with Minnesota. There we go. Good job. Good for him. I was almost afraid because he was a free agent again. I was almost afraid of Brian Wright pulling a Brian Wright again. Brian Thanos Wright. He likes him. They're friends. You know, I I thought, I mean, for Minnesota, I mean, just talking about some of the other drafts or other signings this week, I think Minnesota just took a step forward, and now they have Bryn Forbes who are taking a step back. They (laughs) They fucking get Gobert. And then now they're weighing it down with fucking Forbes. I don't. Do you they think, also got I don't know if that's going to slow them down. Having two bigs like Anthony Townsend go there. Well, we'll it's see. the complete opposite of what Brian Wright wants to do. <laughs> well, I mean, they're athletic. I think enough to 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 play. You know, like they're not fucking two portals on the on the court. It's like they're pretty athletic. Gobert, I feel like he's pretty good in the post. So. Mm. But I don't know. Is there were there any other draft? Yeah, just the fact that we need to we need to just not listen to any pre-draft hype. You yeah. know, just watch the draft and that's it. Because then you get all caught up in rumors. We're gonna trade because we don't three picks. Well, fucking obviously he did want three picks. You know, I mean, I don't know. Shows you never know. Yeah, as far as the know. draft goes, a lot of the mocks I saw didn't have Benchero going first. Oh, I guess yeah. that was a shocker to some people. Honestly, I'm more afraid. God damn, dude. I'm so afraid of Houston because they're kind of in the same ship as us and they're in our conference. They're, they've always been Texas rivals. Mm-hmm. They've got Jalen Green. They've got, uh, oh, I forget what his name is, something Martin Jr. Not Martin Jr., uh, another junior, Kevin Porter Jr. And they drafted Jabari Smith, who was supposed to go number one. A lot of people had him going number one. So they're kind of like the Spurs. They got a bunch of cats who are like 21 and under. They might and be a I'm like, I'm like, here we go, man. Fucking sibling rivalry in Texas. <laughs> and Luca is still fucking whatever. So he's like stepping into his prime. Oh, yeah. And Luca, Luca got so, jacked. Even though we're going to be getting good, hopefully, fingers crossed. It's going to be like the old West back in the in the thousands, man. Who else is going to go to Dallas? Because they lost Brunson. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, I, I wouldn't doubt if Mark Cuban just like calls this year what it is. Or, like, pulls off some miraculous trade where they... Mark Cuban is the kind of guy who would probably sell the bench, most of the bench, for another star. But I don't know. Yeah, Luca yeah. needs some kind of help over there because he's... If not, Mark Cuban might wait until free agency next summer and just hold on to his money. I don't know who's going to be a free agent next year, but... Or they they go down the road of a tank as well and try and get that number one spot from us. To get... <laughs> wait, when, what's his name? Wimbayama? Yeah, because supposedly he's supposed to be really good. I, I I've mean, seen I the highlights. It, it's it's he feels like a high risk, high reward man. But you know, I get it. I get the hype. He's seven I, two. 
Yeah, he's seven yeah. two, seven nine sp- wingspan. So I haven't seen anything about him. So I'm curious, you know, what he looks like. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, the draft was very unexpected. You know, lots of lots of stuff that we didn't think was going to happen happened. And you know what was also unexpected? What? What's his name getting signed? I don't know. I was, not, I was trying to think of something else other than the obvious one, but I couldn't think that quick. We are going to have to talk about our boy Dejounte. I do want to, you know, preference because I I am going to be talking about some stuff here and I do want to preference. I'm not exactly happy that we got rid of Dejounte. I thought he was a good cornerstone. However, I think it was a necessary thing to do. No, no, you can't be on two sides. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was necessary, but I'll let you know what I like I, I think what we're going to do, I'm going to let y'all vent, talk about it, get let your anger out. And then once your anger's out, maybe with cooler heads, I can convince y'all of our our Lord and Savior, Brian Wright. Wow. <laughs> hey, there's a path. I can see it now. And you know what? And I, and I hate to, to say this, but I think Biggie D is right. And I hate to admit that since he's my brother. But like I said, vent. I want to hear y'all's anger. Yeah, well, fucking Kool Aid. I mean, I, I, I don't. I was force fed it, and now it's like it's happening. So, Jafar, let's let's start with you because I feel like Falcon. I want. I'm curious to hear Falcon's rant because I think he's gonna. It's gonna be a good one. I don't rant. I think I think mine is short and simple. I am upset that. Look, here's the thing. After Kawhi, right? We got Demar. We still had Lamarcus. We had a young Dejounte Murray. We had a young Lonnie Walker eventually and, and, and the other youngsters. But Lonnie and DeJounte were the first ones. And then Keldon and Vassell were like the, the next two. So I, early on, I got pretty attached to those two, Lonnie and DJ, because I I thought this would have, everything that happened would have happened sooner. I didn't, I thought DeMar, after like a year and a half, I thought we were probably going to trade him like during an all-star break one of those last two years and maybe the same with Lamarcus and I thought at some point we were going to really like I've always said throw the throw them into the fire I thought at some point we were going to throw Lonnie and DJ into the fire and tell them you two are the are the ones we're focusing on right now and I feel like that should have happened like in 2019 2020 like the bubble season maybe you know, I feel like the bubble season is when we saw it all coming together with that young core. And then the whole next year just was like a waste. I was like, why are we still holding on to LaMarcus? Why do we still have DeMar? Like, let's trade him, get some picks and, and you know, start building around Lonnie and DJ and Keldon and, and even Vassell. And it just didn't happen. And yeah, we got some picks out of trading DeMar eventually. And you know, we we bought out LaMarcus, which is whatever. Just for him to retire and like come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, man, like I just feel like everything was just wrong timing these last few years. And, and DJ and Lonnie ultimately both fell victim to it. I think we were holding on to the idea of trying to stay relevant with DeMar and Lamarcus. And we were trying to like not milk those contracts, but maybe give DeMar and Demarcus a little bit of purpose. Like we thought we could reignite that light in them until. Lamarcus, like, all right, Timmy D's gone, Kawhi's gone. It's officially your your show now. And Demar, I know you got traded, but it's time to go on a revenge tour and 
the flames were were supposed to happen and we were supposed to stay relevant and it just never happened and they started kind of mixing the pot with the younger guys but they never really gave them the keys so i think a lot of them either just got disgruntled or you know their playing time was always in flux so they never got a rhythm kind of like lonnie i don't know if some of his streakiness is based on him or if it was based on how our coaches played him because sometimes you know he was cold, like not really getting playing time you know pop has some weird weird uh rotations and if you don't make him happy in a certain game he might that might be it for you and stuff like that so it was just a weird mix of things these trades and stuff should have happened about two or three years ago and i'll also say Dejounte's injury really set him back he should have been an all-star two years ago and he would have been an all-star if that acl injury if that whole year hadn't been blipped away from him and maybe things would be different maybe he would be what he would have averaged 25 a game this year and he would be a superstar, not an all-star. And we would say, no, we're going to keep him. But you, it's one of those things where you just never know. Everything's shitty timing. You lose somebody that you love. You lose people that two people that you love that you kind of got attached to. And I'm just thankful that we still have Keldon and Vassell. You know, hopefully they stick around. Hopefully they work out. I am angry, though, that they didn't try this sooner. They didn't have the balls to. Cowards. That's what I'm mm. saying. Brian Wright was a bit of a coward to do it back two or three years ago mm. interesting coward interesting <laughs> interesting falcon please enlighten us with your rant let that hate flow through you here i want to hear the hate <laughs> i need more fucking beer that's what i need <laughs> <laughs> i bought a new beer just for the occasion you know what i mean Ooh. well this rebuild started a year or two ago it's not starting now what are you, pressing rewind, hitting eject and ejecting the tape, putting in a new cassette? Bullshit. Own up to your your decisions. Now, are you saying that, not you, Siete, but I'm just saying this guy that leads the team as a general manager, mm-hmm. is he saying that, that the growth that these players have done means nothing? Like, scrap them out with these guys. Let's get a whole new slate here. DJ is the one that showed the most growth, the most heart, the most loyalty, the most hunger. He was a leader on this team. And yeah, people may say you're overhyping DJ, but when it comes to the to what we had on this team, he was the most elite. And you scrap him. When you scrap him, that shows me lack of confidence as a GM because you were afraid that you were not going to be able to hold him down in 2 years. You you say get rid of him now, let's get a go get a whole bunch of draft picks for 5 years down the road because this guy might leave us because, yeah, he did say, supposedly DJ said, I'm not going to extend next summer. That makes sense because you can only extend for so much. And he said, I'm not going to extend the following summer. That also makes sense. But, you know, when it, when his contract was up, why not give it a shot? If he would have stayed with us, we probably would have continued to try to contend for the next couple of years. We would have brought it, brought in a big free agent. We have money brought in a big free agent to go with DJ and tried to contend. And then if he leaves in two years, I don't think we would have been worse off at that point had he left. And also, why is Pop here? Pop's not here to waste time and and just raise a bunch of rookies. Pop's here to, you know, just stick around for another year or two to try to leave the team in a good position before he leaves. So you're fucking with Pop's plan, man. Pop's not a high school coach why doesn't he go <laughs> coach john jay if that's the case he's not a high school coach that's funny 
Hey. <laughs> is he? <laughs> no, he's not. No, you're right. He's not. Oh, I mean, he's not. I, mean, I I hear you. I hear you. Um, so, you know, I told a uh, I told cilantro. Cilantro was sad to see Derek. She was sad to see Derek White go. But, you know, I disagreed with her on that. But even cilantro didn't agree with letting go DJ. Then I I just tell her news like, oh, Lonnie Walker signed with the Lakers, and that's just <laughs> like. You know, just cherry on top. It's nothing big. But she's like, she did a big old, like, breath. She was like, what is going on? She said. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I can already see cilantro saying that. What is going on? I do agree, though. We Falcon mentioned something and it triggered something I was going to say. I feel like Brian Wright, maybe maybe he's make, he makes some smart decisions. Maybe you're going to defend that. You know, maybe he's a little late to him, pulls the trigger late. But one thing I don't think he's confident in is his ability to pitch. I feel like maybe deep down he he doesn't have the tools it takes to convince players to stay, man. You know, and that might be an issue because I really feel like Falcon said, DeJounte is a pretty loyal guy, even though he said he wasn't going to extend. He does seem someone that if the Spurs really, truly sat down with him and had a heart to heart and said, look, we don't have the most money. You know, but we are rich in fucking history, man. Like, you you know we're a winning culture. You know we do this shit. And, like, if you just stay, even if we can't pay you as much as L.A. or New York or Brooklyn or whatever, like, you you were still one of, like, the, the Rushmore faces here right now. I think he would have, he could have done it. Because now, yes, we got we got some picks. And DJ is still on good terms with us. But... Dude, we just lost one of the best perimeter defenders I've ever seen, you know, for being so young. That's the one thing I loved about DJ was his D. That was like pure Spurs old culture right there. And he was definitely robbed by not being put on any defensive team this year for leading the the, the league in steals per game. But, man, I oh, now I feel like the defense is what we really sucked at last year. And our defense this year, I know we're trying to tank, but it's going to put me through a heart attack. These kids better fucking learn D from the fucking grind to the get-go. Because we man, oh my god. I, I do want to say something just because... I, I didn't want to say it while you were talking because I didn't want to, you know, interrupt your your heartfelt speech there. But all I got from that was that you like DeJounte's D. I do. <laughs> hey, man. Some hard D. Hey, I mean, rock hard D right there, man. Solid. Real solid D. So, look, I mean, I, I hear... Nah, nah. I hear everything y'all <laughs> said. But let me... Have y'all have y'all seen V for Vendetta? Random random, just tangent. But have, you ever, have y'all seen V for Vendetta? Yeah. There was a scene, like, towards the end, kind of right before V blows up Parliament. Spoiler alert for a movie that came out when we were in high school. God, it was like, yeah, 2006 or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there was a scene where the detective, he's talking to he's talking to his partner, and he starts talking about like what he's thinking is going to happen. He start, he's like, I have a theory. And he goes about this whole theory, like this, all this intertwined craziness, like how V was like, experimented on and then there were the the saint mary's kids and then 
you know, that ended up becoming like why V became, you know, who he was. And of course, he didn't know any of that ahead of time. He just kind of had his theory. And that's how I feel here. I have a theory. And I'm I I I, I strongly feel because I mean maybe this is just me being a Spurs fan, just trying to see the bright side of things, trying to hold on to hope. But I see a path to greatness again. I see a path to us becoming great again. And the reason I'm calling Brian Wright Thanos, not because he's a villain, but because he made a hard choice for the overall good of the team. And after this, I think that Falcon, Frugal Falcon, will appreciate this. And this is why I kind of feel like I'm, I'm surprised that Frugal Falcon hasn't come out to, to see this. So, and, and I will admit, you know, Biggie D has kind of influenced my thoughts. And of course, throughout my my theory, please pick at it. I can defend it, I think. But r- riddle me this. So two years from now, DeJounte would have entered free agency, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So he's already said, he told the Spurs this year, hey, I don't plan on extending my my uh, my rookie contract. Now, a lot of people are not my rookie contract, but the contract that he had. Now, a lot of people are are taking that as he didn't want to stay here. And I think that's the wrong interpretation. I think he is saying I didn't want to renew the contract that I had. And rightfully so, I think he deserved or he would deserve a max contract. You know, so that's upwards two hundred million dollars. That's what he he could he could earn here in San Antonio. But and this is where I think the frugalness of the Spurs comes into play. Do do you think that giving him a max contract and having all that cap space uh, allotted to him would benefit us down the line when we're trying to rebuild? And yeah, we can try to like find pieces around him, but I would argue, and like I said earlier, that's why I wanted to make set expectations here. I feel like I'm at work trying to set expectations with people. I love DeJounte. However, is DeJounte like a Seth, I mean, a, a, Steph, a Steph Curry? No, I don't think so. Cause, and, I, and I would argue because let's look at this year. There were games this year where we were, it was a close game, down two points, four points. You know, DJ will come down, he'll shoot a three, bring us back. But then we end up losing those games. And why is that? Why why are we losing these games with, with when DeJounte's at... Because he's at not towards, that guy. He's not that guy. But I've been saying that for... You can go to episodes we've done before. And I've, I've said before, <laughs> DJ was never a first option. He was always second option material. And and you know what? I, I And Biggie D, you know, he he pointed it out. I said that. And you know what? Now that I'm looking at the bigger picture here, I agree with Biggie D. And you know what? And and with that being said, if we gave him the mass contract, that means all of that money would have been pushed to him and we wouldn't have had money for somebody else. And with the Spurs, going back to something else Biggie D says, which now I have to admit he's right, who are we going to attract in free agency? Who wants to come to San Antonio and be a part of our nightlife? What are they going to fucking do? Go to Ojos Locos on the south side and fucking party it up? No. They want to party it up in Miami and New York. We need to bring people that want to win, 
want to play and will do it on the cheap. And with DeJounte, he wouldn't have been on the cheap. So, so there's we had, we had to make some decisions. There's like some gray area and a lot of agreement and disagreement. Let's see what I agree with first. I've always agreed DJ is not a first option. He's not that guy. He's second option material. But like I was saying, I don't even think we were going to have enough to offer him a max contract. That's one of the reasons they said they traded him is because they he said he wasn't going to extend, which meant he was going to go for the max, and that's something that they can't afford. But that's why I go back to the whole loyalty thing, and I said if they had a heart-to-heart with DeJounte, maybe they could have convinced him to sign on for less. Now, I'll also say this. If DeJounte, I don't know if it's DeJounte or if it's his agents, because he is part of Clutch, which is, what's his name, LeBron's guy, Rich Paul. And Rich Paul likes to get his clients paid. He likes to get them the bag. So I don't know if Rich Paul would have been cool with DJ, even if DJ was like, yo, I'm going to take the Spurs off, or even though it's not the max. I feel like Rich Paul would have somehow Uncle Dennis did, or at least tried to. I don't know if DJ would have done it or not. Now, I'll also revert back to what I was saying earlier about trading DeMar and LaMarcus two years ago, three years ago. If we had done that, you you have DJ, Lonnie, Keldon, Vassell, all those guys on the starting lineup now, all getting touches. Maybe that gives Vassell more of an option to break out and become the first option. Maybe Lonnie doesn't become streaky and becomes our first option. Maybe Keldon and, and I don't know, maybe something happens. Maybe with the, the trading of DeMar and LaMarcus that could have potentially happened, we got a good draft pick and we could have gotten uh, – God, who's Kate, not Cade Cunningham, but somebody like uh, Scotty Barnes last year or something like that. And that person could be on our team now or someone like that. And maybe DJ, you know, this year would have still been getting almost a triple double. And instead of, you know, having wasting his his earlier years, Lonnie wouldn't have been getting 12 a game. He would have been getting like t- also 20 a game. And maybe next year they keep building on it and building on it. And DJ eventually settles as the second option who can pass and rebound. Maybe Lonnie and Bas- or Vassell are the ones who are leading the the with the points per game average and stuff, being the number one star. Keldon's still there being the hype man. I thought we were really going to Timmy Tony Manu it again. You know, and it could have happened that way. I'm always going to say it could have happened that way. So I do want to say thank you for saying that because... I also have a theory for about all that too. And I said it in the group chat. I don't think that those years that we had all all that happened, I don't think those are wasted years. I think those are assessment years. I think they were trying to give DJ a chance to prove himself, to prove that he could be that guy. Same with Lonnie. And you know what? I mean, I, I understand, you know, I understand basketball. I understand, you know. Uh, rhythm and all that shit, you know, that plays a big role in, in sports or in basketball, at least. But at the end of the day, you know, you either have it or you don't. And you have to be able to turn it on 24-7. And I think like Tim Duncan, Manu, Tony, well, the latter two later down the line, but um, they could turn it on whenever, you know, and that's what helped the Spurs throughout those years. And I feel like neither Lonnie or DJ were able to do it. Now, don't get me wrong. I think next year, I think DJ is going to torch everybody. I really think Atlanta is going to be really good next year because now Trey Young is going to be able to be free. And DeJounte, I mean, he's just got help because he's he wasn't going to have help here. 
You know what I mean? But I, I don't think those years were wasted years. I think those were assessment years. And by now, we know what we've got. And if we're going to be spending top dollar on some of these players that we're drafting, they got to be they got to be able to 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 perform night in night out. And I think that's one thing, you know, throughout the year, that's one thing Pop has I feel like like put like punched into their heads. Because I I remember a lot of post game interviews where Pop said, "Well, I I feel like this year, uh, you know, they're seeing what they need to do to play it night in night out, and you know, that's what they're they're learning. Like that's that's what they're learning to do here. But yeah, I I, I feel like those were assessment years. They they we know what we had, and I think in order to save money and to make sure that we, you know. If we're gonna pay, cause I, you know, I feel like we're 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 making room and we're doing all this stuff. I don't think we're making room to sign somebody. I think we're making room to retain one of our draft picks down the line to a major contract. So that way, when you know, if we found we we strike uh, we we strike gold again, we can just retain them without I mean, even that, without even worrying about it. You know, that's smart. If that's what they're doing, it's smart. But I the, mean, I, I'm still gonna say I don't think they they correctly assess DJ. If you look at it, he didn't really get I, the keys until this year. Because last year, they were still running plays for DeMar in tight situations. Yeah, but dude, so, he had he had a whole year to prove himself. and Yeah, for the first time ever. Yeah, so but it's dude, like, come on, man. You gotta, you gotta, it, it, that's... Even that's, Kobe only averaged seven a game his first year. Yeah, but look, he, he didn't 15, have to do it by himself and, at the beginning. Like... I don't think Kobe came became clutch until like year four or five. Well, well, what year is DJ in? I mean, DJ's been in the league a little bit. You know, it's he's technically what? it's technically his it's technically his year? fifth year because so twenty sixteen minus it, one year. It would have been six. It, this is his sixth year, but he really played five with the injury, and I don't even know about his rookie year because he played like twenty games. They didn't give well, him a chance. But let me ask you this: Clay Thompson was out a whole year this past year and how uh-huh. did he perform this season that's did clay thompson a... dude well that's dude that's that's the point that i'm trying he's to make a first, he's he's a first <laughs> option if he's if he's not on if he's not on that that team that's the point i'm trying to make is DJ's that... a second option though and we okay, knew that we've but, always but, known that but so but that's the problem but that ends up becoming the problem he doesn't want second option money he wants top dollar which you know on other teams he can get it, but we'll if we're going to Spurs in, in Atlanta in the finals in 28, 28, and he <laughs> torches us. That's going to bite us in the ass if that happens, but I hope I it know. does. I hope yeah. so too. I would be cheering. I will have my DJ Hawks Jersey on, but going back to going this, up against the Austin Spurs, <laughs> I'm almost done with my theory here. So yeah. So I, I think we're just being frugal. I think we're just trying to save money, trying to be smart with our money. Because obviously we're not going to attract people to come here just because, and we don't have Laker money where we can just fucking make it rain wherever we go. I think that we we got to be very smart, safe, and frugal with our money until until Jalen uh, Smith resigned with the Pacers. That's why I did that. Oh, okay. Well, that that's that's fine. I didn't think we were going to get him anyways. But you know, we got to we got to be smart with our money until. We, you know, start picking up a little revenue from investors 
And uh, that's only going to happen when we leave San Antonio and go to Austin with all the tech people. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Do I want the Spurs to leave? No, absolutely not. I want to watch my Spurs in person whenever the fuck I want. I want them to be here. However, and this is a point I was making to, to, to Biggie D last night. Even when the Spurs were winning championships, I don't believe we raised our ticket prices all that much. They have to keep the ticket prices affordable for us here in San Antonio because our income is not that high. And how, how can we raise that money? The only way is to move the Spurs out of San Antonio to Austin where they can poke their eyes out, get all the money they can, and get investors. And I'm telling you right now, the writing is on the wall. You know, they're def- they're they're out there trying to make fan base created in in Austin. And they just signed that deal for that Austin-based financial thing, whatever that is. I don't even know what it is. They're they're it's gonna happen. They're moving. And it's it, it it's partly our fault because you know we didn't have the we don't have the money to go support them like we should. And they can't raise the ticket prices on us because if they did, the building would be empty. So, I mean, as as much as it hurts to say, I think it's in our best interest for the Spurs to get, you know, a little higher revenue in order to pay some of these big-time people. And, you know, I mean, I don't know Austin life. I mean, I know there's 6th Street. Maybe that will be enough of an attraction for, for some people to come. Like, hey, that's a cool nightlife. Let's go to Austin and go down to 6th Street. Who knows, oh. baby? I will maybe, say, maybe that's enough. One, one, if that ever is the case, and they do end up going to Austin, it's not in our best interest because there's no longer our. As soon as that happens, I'm, I'm, I'm with Memphis, dude. Well, dude, come on, like, no, no, come on, look at it, look at the, look at the money issue. If I they mean, leave... I, I can understand it, I can understand it, but at the same time, I'm not gonna forgive it. I mean, I understand that, and I mean, I'm not gonna be happy about it. Like I said, I'll follow Morant I'm, wherever he goes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not happy about what I'm saying. I don't want the Spurs to leave. I want them to be in San Antonio forever. But at the end of the day, money. My, you know what my dad says? Money talks and bullshit walk. And dude, we need money. We need money to attract people. And. These investors aren't going to want to come from Austin to San Antonio to come watch the Spurs. You know what I mean? And if you put the team halfway between, like, in New Braunfels or something, no one's going to go. Because then people want to drink at Spurs games. So no one's going to want to drive fucking 30 30 minutes away to to go to a Spurs game. So it's got to be in Austin where there's money. And, I mean, think about it. There's Cedar Park. There's Round, Round Rock. There's Leander. There's a whole bunch of places. But... You know, our, there, there, there's money over there for the Spurs to, to get. And that, I feel, will help us down the line. Well, that would be good for the Spurs, but I'm more concerned about the Grizzlies. <laughs> why, why do you say why do you say it would help us down the line? See, it would not be us anymore. It would still be us. No, it wouldn't. I, 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 it was yeah, no longer oh, us. Actually, all the memories I have growing up in Austin, yeah, with you guys, yeah. Yeah, as, <laughs> as soon as... As soon as R.C. Buford gave up the chair to J- to Brian Wright, it was no longer us. Well, that's a that's an R.C. Buford decision. I don't think that's a Brian Wright decision. Well, no, I'm just saying. 
So something, something, uh, you know, the way I, I envisioned this uh, off season going was, you know, you said DJ is not the guy. We all know that. Jafar said he was always the second option. We just wanted to see him improve from where he had been. We we, we all said this was his year, and it was. He he was runner up, I, I think, for like most improved player, made the All Star team, and. What I thought this year is that this was finally the year when we were going to have some money to use. And so I thought we were going to go for like an Aiden, something like that, to put put alongside DJ. And then Vassell would improve. And then mm-hmm. soon you'd have a three-headed snake. And then come two years from now, DJ, when it's his time to go for that two-year contract, he may consider taking less money because you're on a winning team now that has these players. And, you know, why not give it that shot? We didn't even give it that shot. Why? Like, once again, I think it's just lack of confidence. Yeah, if you're going to move the team anyway, why not hit the ground running? Well, right. but, but, dude, I mean, because it goes he's back. he's a coward. He is no, a it, pussy it, with a capital P. No, 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 no. S-S-Y. The, 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 the big decisions take the strongest wills, man. He had to do this. He had <laughs> to a, do this. That was a scared move. No, it's not. I don't think it's a scared move. I think it was a frugal decision. We had to do something because, like I said, I mean, I understand. So, and then I sent y'all something right now that I don't know if y'all have read yet. But DeJounte just came out and said that he talked to the front office. And the front office decided that, you know, they didn't want to put DJ through this rebuild that we're about to go through and have him waste his prime years in San Antonio. because that's, that's called sugarcoating. Dude. I mean that's honesty. I think that's that's being that that's proof. That's for that further proves what I'm saying. That you know they they don't want to pay him that guy money, but they recognize that he is a good player. But he's not gonna he's not gonna further he we're not gonna further his goals of winning a championship, and he's not gonna further our goals of winning a championship. So. We had to do something to not get... Not he alone. I, 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 yeah, well, I feel like, yeah, he, he was going to help towards the championship if we had brought well, not if we're pieces. Not if we're paying him like max dollar and, money, though. And a better to sell. <laughs> That's two years from now, man. So but you're, so you're saying that we could have won a, have, had a championship so, in two so years? So we, we couldn't wait these two years, or these two years, but we waited the three years with DeMar and LaMarcus? Well, dude, we had to find out for sure, dude. We can't. You know just... the best way to find out for sure? Get rid of the two people who the two vets. Well, I I would argue having the vets there to form him. You know, I mean, because if you got rid of him, then it would have just been nobody. We had Patty no Mills. Well, yeah, that's true. I will admit that Patty Mills was a good leader, but I mean, he's not an all star. No, but he's Demar a champion. And... Oh, that's true. He is a champion. So where, where, I'll give you where, that. Where, where, I'll give you that's that. That's the son of Brian Wright. No, I I'm telling you. I think what's going on is just being smart. Look, I don't. At the end of the day, as of now, I'm a Spurs fan. I'm gonna love the guys on our roster. I'm gonna try to get attached to them. I'm gonna watch them grow and hope for the best of, for them. And if they stay in San Antonio, I'll always do that. That's so I'm leaving it at that. What happens if the Austin Spurs win a championship? Uh, I don't even know if I'll be watching the game, honestly. So ah! know, let let me know. <laughs> like Jafar said, we'll support uh, the guys that are on the floor no matter what. But what if they do go to Austin 
Now, what if these are our last years and memories of a complete rebuild, not even fighting for a championship, not even trying, just mm-hmm. looking for the long haul? Pretty much, let's let's prepare this group for Austin. You know, like, fuck San Antonio. Dude, it's kind of like watching the Empire come and rape the land. <laughs> but dude, so those, those would be my lasting memories of our team in San Antonio, that they were drafting them, molding them, preparing them to ship them out. Which is what they did with DJ, but you know, it's just pawns and chess. No, it is it's chess, just trying to 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 make this work, dude. And I I except DJ after, wasn't a pawn, dude. He was a bishop, especially well, even bishops get sacrificed. Yeah, especially but, I mean, you still need <laughs> more than you still a need pawn. them, but they'll get sacrificed. They can get sacrificed. It's a hard hit. No, nah, he was more of a knight. He'll get. <laughs> Even so, they'll still get sacrificed. Yeah, but they 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 got some more moves to him, man. Oh, uh, I mean, he had some good moves to him, but it it it's something that had to be done for the long game. Well, I feel like we lost the night when we had like pretty much all the pawns still on the board. Hey, but we're lining up the queen, man. We're lining up the queen to take out that, or well, to trap the 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 other king. It's we're not about we. to get checkmate. We're about to get checkmate, and if they it's move. If we move, look, I'm accepting it now. I'm accepting it now because I understand the reasoning why. And I really think y'all should get on board on that because it's not, I don't think it's a fuck you San Antonio thing. I think it's just how can we support a team and attract people how y'all want? Y'all want them to attract people. How can we do that if we're not even, our, our tickets are like $20 well, I mean, if you know, if if all these teams wanted DJ, how come no one would come play long aside DJ? You don't think he would attract anyone to come here? Dude, it goes back to just no one wants no one you know, wants the, to be in the, San Antonio. The ticket sales were so bad this year. You know what would have made them see an increase is if we if we had just gotten Aiton to pair up with DJ. That would have made San Antonio go crazy. You know, everybody would have been like, "Oh man, I gotta go see that. He's gonna throw up so many lobs to Aiton." Blah 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 blah. And Kelvin's going to be there as a nice third option. Vassell's probably going to up his game a lot. Primo's going to get more playing time. We're going to have a better record if that happened. You know what? Falcon was saying. I 100% agree with you. You know what? Having them too, that might have, you know what? That might have gotten us over the hill. But does Aiden want to come here? Doesn't matter. It would have been a sign and trade. (laughs) You had to get him to sign, don't you? No. We were. It was because we're his only option, pretty much. Well, no one dude, else is no. going after him. I mean, I. I mean, well, otherwise dude, they would have moved on him already. He can. He can waste his time and and he could do what Kyrie's gonna do this year or fucking what that bitch did. And the Phoenix I, Suns don't want to fuck around, man. They want to get rid of Aiden. Wow. And I think they would have taken Jakob and something, a pick, maybe mm-hmm. even a, I don't know, one of our other. I don't, and, and you know that what? Don't really matter. Kate's beat, and, Bates D up. <laughs> and honestly, I think, I mean, it also comes back to what the other team was asking for. I think a lot of these guys were asking for a lot of, uh, more than what we could offer or what we were willing to offer. But whatever. I mean, what it is, is, is giving up on, giving up on this era and shooting for the next era. It's giving but up. I, 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 Bill Spurs giving go, up, 2023. Giving up 
is I, I, I don't see it as giving up. I see it as I, I really see this as the start of something great. And I'm on, I'm getting on board on it right now. I drink the coffee. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to be the first one on the ships to go to to the fucking everywhere and, you know, tell them rejoice, rejoice. You have been transactioned by Brian Thanos Wright. Well, we'll have fun leaving at eleven o'clock in the morning to get to the, uh, to the Austin traffic. I'll, I'll go pregame to get to a game at seven o'clock at night. I'll go pregame, but but ye, well, this has been almost an hour, and I mean, I'm going to be able to edit, but it's going to feel like I, I didn't even say everything. I, there's so yeah, many things we, I can't think of. Feel like we I have, didn't say anything. We had so much to say. I mean, we could even, you know what? If we need to, we can continue this into episode two i'm sure after episode two and once we stop episode two we'll probably end up back on this subject yeah (laughs) yeah you're gonna be like and obi-wan wouldn't have traded (laughs) (laughs) yeah we actually got to get to that because i'm ready to piss off siete oh yeah after all this after all this i pissed y'all off now it's time to piss me off well Well, no you just don't all your heroes just suck (laughs) <laughs> you know what let's get it we gotta get into this next episode so we're gonna end this here thank you all for listening i hope I, let us know what you think about my, my theory i know it's a convoluted theory i 100 think it's 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 right and i just I, I mean i'm just looking at all the fucking numbers here and i think it's i think this is what's gonna happen but thumbs if down. you think i'm thumbs down for see at this theory if, if you think I'm wrong, let us know. Fucking let us know that I'm wrong. I want to hear and I want to debate people. Hey, can, can you put a survey on Spotify? Yeah, I can something? put a survey. Well, let, let the fans say if, it, if they agree with you or us. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put a survey on there. There will be a survey on this. We would like to know. And I, I am just pulling up my Twitter because I don't know my own Twitter handle anymore. Frugal, Frugal Falcon likes frugalness, but Frugal Falcon does not approve of this. Frugal, it's a frugal decision. I'm I'm at Siete Uno ninety underscore GSPN. If you don't like what I just said, fucking tell me. I want to argue with you people. I is 100%. frugal a synonym for boneheaded? <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, you maybe because you know frugalness gets you to buy Androids instead of iPhones. Thank you all for listening. Oh, uh, so check you're this. you're condoning an Android move for the Spurs then. <laughs> Check us out on the next episode. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Not good. Not goodbye. Bad bye. This has been another episode of GSPN. Follow us on social media at Geek Sports Podcast Network on Facebook, official GSPN on Instagram, and official underscore GSPN on Twitter. And while you're there, help some brothers out and share our content. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care.